When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. We'll spend time with Will Jeske. He is a standout ball player for Lincoln Southeast. He just committed to Nebraska baseball. So, Will Jeske coming up in 15 minutes. Jimmy Burrow, the proud papa of one Joe Burrow. Elijah and Connor both are going to wear some Cartier shades this weekend in support of uh, one Joe Burrow, Gary Barnett next hour as well. We welcome in Brandon Vogel, who can also war- rock some Cartier shades. Are you an Oakley guy? Are you a Ray-Ban? Vogues, do you have prescription shades so you kind of look like that uh, sinister serial killer in the back of a uh, of a brewery? Tell me what, what keeps the sun out of your eyes. <laughs> um, this hat or a hat often. You're not a shades uh, guy? <laughs> Well, I, 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 I am for, a bit, for about six years. I've been saying I need to get prescription sunglasses because obviously I, I wear glasses all the time and I just haven't done it yet. So, but to answer your question, probably Ray-Bans, you know, my, my Oakley days were, were more in high school and probably for the best, I, I left them there. Brother, if I tried to, to wear the Oakleys I wore 30 years ago, There'd be a line around the block to hand out a, don't do that again, reminder. <laughs> okay. I think there's be ladies lined up around the block. No, brother. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, God, they were ugly. And my folks said, you know, you make your own choices sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, they're interesting. I've ever told you about the time that I had a pair of sunglasses, a nice pair of Ray-Bans stolen off my face at a music festival. No. Yeah. I've never told what you. What was story. her name? No, it was a dude. A dude stole him off my That's face. That's not acceptable. That just sounds like no, user no, error. no, no. Like worse. Like we're all having a good time. It was at this concert called uh, Idols. They're a British rock band. It was in Chicago, Lollapalooza, and we're like moshing just a little bit. Nothing too serious. Just a light mosh. And this dude comes up and kind of like pushes me a little bit, and then grabs my sunglasses off my face, and the crowd just takes them away from me. My sunglasses were gone forever. Uh, Vogues, I think the guy who ripped his shades made a judgment call. Offensive tackle does not like running. <laughs> it's Lollapalooza, and and away we go. He was a target. Uh-huh. Those are nice glasses too. I miss those things every day. Let's let's put into focus Fred Hoiberg for a minute. That's where we left off, Vogues. You uh, know hoops uh, as well. You follow Nebraska basketball it's going to get tough these final 10 because of their injury situation. Let's, let's look at the scales of justice here. If you're Trev Alberts this year, this adjustment or body of work. If I had to suggest right now, I would say it's probably adjustments this year would be what I would weigh first Mm -hmm. and foremost. And it's, it's, it's a tough call. Uh, it, it really is. I thought it was a tough call like 10, 12 days ago, and, and things have gotten worse since then just in terms of additional injuries. Jacob Padilla did a really good job in his column on Wednesday kind of outlining, you know, when they had the four starting five, 
10 games. They were six and four. Most of their high major wins, good wins early in the year, came when those guys were available. Um, without them, which was only 10 games to that point, um, they were four and six. So, so what do you what do you do with that? How do you weigh that? If it were me right now, I would kind of lean towards you, you bring Hoiberg back and, and you give him a shot to continue on what the progress that I think is really there. You got to look between the lines a little bit, but it's there. That said, you look at who you lose from this team, and it almost feels like if you do that, it's just another roll of dice because there's not a lot there that gives me confidence beyond the, the the kind of gains that they've made this year that, oh, well, you yeah, have this guy coming back, this guy coming back, and that's why you're good. I, do, I don't feel that. So it really is like up in the air for me. Brandon Vogel's with us, HailVarsity.com and magazine at Brandon L. Vogel. Are you siding with it's a good Big Ten or it's a down Big Ten? Let's look at the context, what they're going through in the league. Yeah, it, 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 it feels a little bit down from where it's been recently. Um, you know, you've got Purdue kind of carrying the flag for the conference. It's also just been a little bit of a strange year in terms of college basketball broadly when you look at some of the usual suspects that um, <clears throat> haven't quite been what, what they would normally be. That said, you know, you, you break it down beyond that and kind of get into like some of the Ken Palm stuff and the quality wins for Nebraska. Like, I think everything Nebraska, until the injury bug, bug really, really bit them here after the start of the new year, like, I, I, I thought Nebraska was in a good spot. I was impressed by what I had seen to that point. And it, it, it's tough because the injuries that they sustained to the guys who sustained them really, really hurt. And I think anybody can see that no matter how, like, how close, close attention you pay to, to basketball each winter. Brandon Vogel's with us on Hale Varsity Radio. And we were talking in the last segment about how important the last 10 games are and if that could decide Fred Hoiberg's job. And I personally think it is. I mean, the, the pressure is certainly on the coaching staff right now. What do you make of the next 10 games? As you just mentioned, a, a more down Big Ten, which I agree with. What do they have to do record-wise maybe in those final 10 for Hoiberg to feel comfortable going into the offseason? Yeah, I think I think you've got to you've got to grab the games where you're going to have the best shot. Um, you know, Minnesota, Penn State, maybe games, maybe just those two off the top of my head. Um, and then if you can grab another one, kind of out of nowhere, that would show me that okay, you dealt with really extreme challenges in terms of who got injured and what they meant to the team. Uh, you, re- you regrouped, you, you won the games, you had the best shot to win. And if you grab another one, then you know I, I have a tough time finding fault with making the best out of a, a tough situation. If they do that, um, you know the the concern I I called it another roll of the dice coming back with with what Nebraska would have. You need a lot of well, not a lot. You need some additions through the transfer portal, and it just feels like. The longer that kind of remains a theme of the Hoiberg era, the less comfortable I become with it. Like, how often can you kind of, you know, hit the random button and, and hope that this combination is the one that works? There just hasn't been that steady trajectory, which is the primary reservation for me. That said, and, and you can't change that over the last 10 games. What you can, I think, is, is show good effort, 
um, show a way to to problem solve a little bit. And if they do that, it would give me a little bit more confidence towards towards the retention side of this discussion. Brandon Vogel's with us here. It's Hale Varsity Radio. And Brandon, do you think whenever we look at the future of Hoiberg that we have to look at the past six months for Husker Athletics as a whole? It's been a long six months for Trev Alberts. Whenever you look at the coaching search and I'm sure how exhausting that is and Trev's made a point saying, you know what, he's not afraid to be a grinder. He's not afraid to, to do the dirty work that's going to allow the, the these teams to find the best success possible. But at the same time, Trev Alberts is human. And coming off of just a, an exhausting six months looking for your next head football coach, do you think that's a factor here with him deciding whether or not he wants to keep Hoiberg or, or to, you know, get into a uh, another coaching search this time with the basketball team? Yeah, I think it, I think it could be uh, a, a definite factor there. And I mean, I think in in Fred's favor, based on some of those comments we've heard from from Alberts, it does help that you know, in my view at least, it was more apparent on the basketball side of like, hey, the original plan we came here with may not be the plan, and this year's a good example of it. You know, kind of switching to a more defensive focus. Uh, so we're going to change that plan because we know we need to get results. Like the effort um, from Hoiberg and the staff on that front has always been apparent to me. Um, sort of like, you know, where we started this basketball conversation, though. The other side of it also with with Nebraska, it, entering a college basketball search to me is, is a lot different than it is in football because football has had that long period of sustained success. Basketball hasn't had that. It's had its, it's, had its up periods. Um, no, nowhere near as long as any Husker fan would want. So if I, if I were the AD, I would feel a little bit more freedom going into the college basketball market to really identify somebody who is maybe an up-and-comer. You, you just don't have – I should be careful saying this, but you don't have quite the same pressure, I don't think, to go out there and, and, and get a, a head coach hire who has a ton of curb appeal. Like if you want to take somebody who, who you believe is the AD, like – I've watched this guy. He's the guy. I, I think you have a little bit more freedom to do that. And that, that might make it a little bit more enticing to, to enter that, that coaching market on the basketball side. Brandon Vogel's with us. HaleVarsity.com and magazine. Subscribe. HaleVarsity.com backslash offer is uh, where you go to get the digital and the magazine. Great new issue out. Uh, more on Rule in his staff. Vogel's will end with this. And we, we've spent a lot of time on, on basketball and Fred making the adjustment, the adaptation here in, in year four, and it's given him a, a fighting chance. This study has been very real by Rule and his staff for diving into the Big Ten. And on its outset, what, what do you think they have under their arm? What's their saddlebag, so to speak, that they're taking with them into spring? Yes, they're going to develop, but they're also training for next season. Yeah, I think, you know, making the the transition on offense um, to whatever that looks like. And I mean, I know, you know, Satterfield came out and said that they're going to run the ball. Rule has said the same. He says he wants to win the line of scrimmage. All important things. Um, so I think that part you got to plan for a little bit. It's going to be a little bit of a transition for, for Nebraska. Flipping the scheme defensively, that almost feels like more of a mindset change for, for me. Um, with, with how Nebraska is going to choose to play on that side. But most of the injury going into spring football, uh, 
is going to be on the offensive side, I think. Um, can they do that? Like, everybody knows the importance of running the football, winning the line of scrimmage. It's a concern that you have to have in a program like Nebraska. When Matt Rule, Matt Rule went to Baylor, you don't have to worry about weather there in the same way that you do. It's kind of interesting. You think about the SEC. Nobody's out there saying, well, we got to be able to run the ball because we're going to need to in November. So just him kind of going that way. And, and Marcus Satterfield, through, you know, I wrote about this in the issue that's out now, the January issue, hasn't been that run heavy during his OC stops. So it feels to me like a little bit of a switch. Um, so that's going to be super intriguing. I think that's, that's kind of one of the key areas you got to have a plan for as the staff takes over. Well, we have some folks chiming in on the stream uh, with the, uh, you know, if Nebraska goes a different direction in basketball, no up and comer, please pony up. Well, Nebraska went and just got a name. <laughs> they just did. Yeah. The mayor for God's sake, you know, and uh, I, I like the fact that he's been willing to change and I, I hope it works out again. We've got our, 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 you know, uh, Go Big Fred t-shirts on here underneath our zip-ups and sweatshirts <laughs> and all that good stuff. And I'm sure there's one off to the sidewall, south wall in the Vogue's office. That's just way too good of a uh, catchphrase for it to not have worked out, you know? Well, uh, we'll see where it goes. Vogue's, we will talk Saturday morning. Uh, keep the eye black on, my friend. Thanks again for the time. Sounds good, guys. Thanks. There he is, Brandon Vogel with us. Will Jeske, part of the Husker baseball program up next on Hale